Hey there, I'm your host, Dylan. And I'm his wife, Justine. And together, let's make a baby. Let's do it. Okay. Hello guys, this is Dylan. And I'm Justine. And we are back after 19 months. <laughs> so sorry. I know. Honestly. I know. Honestly, we're not sorry though because we have had our hands full. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, yeah, I do. Yeah. Boy, they're cute though. Who's cute? Not my hands. Lincoln and Walker <laughs> Your hands? are so stinking cute. Yeah. So... Uh, it's been 19 months, and there's a reason it's been 19 months, is because we have twin baby boys. And the last time we checked in, uh, They was, were still inside of me. They were still inside of you. Growing, We haven't chilling. covered the, the, the delivery. We haven't covered oh, yeah. the NICU. We haven't covered 19 since, months since they were born. Boy, there's a lot to catch up on. Uh, are we going to do that? Well, I think we ought to chunk this thing. So maybe okay. let's do this. Let's just let's touch quickly on the last, you know, month or whatever it was of the pregnancy before our lives got out of control. Uh, and I'm going to just say I will do my best yeah. to remember. It's fine. The details. Fine. Yeah. So, honey, last time we checked in, I think the episode was like, you know, ways to keep your romance alive. Mm-hmm. Which we decided it's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> That's dead. a feat in itself. It's <laughs> so, my fault. Why don't you take us the last take all the way back to the last couple of weeks before the boys were born? Yeah, you know, um, so it was springtime. The sun was starting to come out. I remember feeling pretty good about sunshine, and honestly, we were cruising. Yeah. I could still see my ankles. I did not look pregnant with twins. I was carrying them really well. All my appointments were going super great. Um, my OB was even kind of thinking I'd go till 37 or 38 weeks. I remember that. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, okay. Because I was starting to get uncomfortable, but I expected that. Um, yeah, I do remember like driving and riding in the car being... Awful. Yeah, because we went down to Salt Lake for a CF appointment. Probably shouldn't Remember? have done that. That might have been our demise. Oh, that was that was when it turned for sure. Yeah. So um, I was doing great until Easter weekend of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just remember all of a sudden I had this like excruciating pain um, in the upper right quadrant of my abdomen. Um, it was unbearable. It the only thing I can think to explain it was almost as if someone was taking like a white hot searing knife. I know I know that sounds dramatic and they were just like going back and forth across that part of my stomach. I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand, I couldn't sleep. I've got some pretty awesome down hurt. I've got some pretty awesome pictures of you like hunched over. Oh. Like curled with a pillow over and you look Doing like anything you're, you're literally going to die. To get relief. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember being at my mom's house for Easter dinner and I, I couldn't even enjoy it. I was just like leaning over her her um, couch and I, I knew I signed up for a lot of discomfort being pregnant with twins. I understood that. 
And so I was just trying to take it in stride. I was trying to be tough. I figured that wasn't what labor felt like. So I wasn't worried that I was laboring, even though I probably looked like it the way I was like leaning on the counter. Yeah, it didn't look good. Um, but shortly before this, so just to quickly touch on this, when you were cruising, you were cruising. Yeah. I'd be at work. I felt good. And Justine had finally called it quits at like, I don't Maybe know. Maybe 205, I think. Yeah, whatever it was. And I'd get videos of you, like, you know, dancing around the house. You were clearly nesting. Yeah. All kinds of, like, <laughs> rambling videos. Those are classic. They are classic. We should post those onto the, the Facebook or something. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. Which, perhaps we should have clued in that, like, the end is nigh. Nigh? Yeah. Weird word to choose. Near. Um, because, you know, they always say that you get that, like, burst of energy before you have babies. Um yeah, I was living my best life, getting the nursery ready, washing clothes, but it was so uncomfortable to drive that I literally was not leaving the house, but maybe once a day to get Jamba. Jamba. Pretty and, much the only thing that was worth sour it to me. Worms, yeah. yeah. Um, those boys were made on, um, fresh fruit and Jamba juice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I suffered like that all Easter weekend long. Um, and I didn't notice it in myself at the time, but I certainly was like puffing up. I was getting like, I started to look like the Michelin man, could no longer see my ankles. My face was rounding out, but it's funny when you're going through it yourself. I didn't, even as a nurse and I know what to expect, although I wasn't working in women and children's anything at that time, I did not recognize that. Well, I think it's, it's hard to do when you see yourself on a daily basis. You don't see the small transition into like a yeah. Michelin man. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're stomping around, you know, New York City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the, looking uh, back at those pictures you have now, though, I'm like, oh, heavens me. Uh-huh. I probably should have gone in sooner. Yeah. Um, I was thinking the Stay Puff man from Ghostbusters. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he's cool. Basically the same thing. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so finally, Sunday night, Dylan convinced me that I probably should call the doctor in the morning and just get checked out. Um, I'm a pretty tough cookie, wouldn't you say? I'd say. Yeah. So I would have said 10 out of 10. It was excruciating. And so Dylan was like, yeah, you please just call, like at least go see someone. Let's get some peace of mind, yada, yada, yada. So I did just that as soon as they opened at 8am and I must've said some magic words because they were like, yes, can you come in in 40 minutes? And I was like, yes, I'm still in bed, obviously. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, I think maybe I knew subconsciously that I wasn't coming back home. So I asked them if I could take a shower. And of course they said yes. They probably thought I was crazy. But I must have known subconsciously that I I wasn't coming back home. So I took a shower, blow dried my hair, straightened it. It hurt. I remember being like, this is exhausting. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Put on some really comfy clothes. And my mom came to pick me up because driving was literally that uncomfortable. So she took me um, to my appointment. And Dylan was at work, obviously. Um, they came and checked me out. Um, you know, you never really forget that face when they're taking a manual blood pressure and their eyes get real big. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her out of my side eye and I'm trying to like stay zen and my blood pressure has never been high up to this point. Um, and she was like, I'm just going to take it again on the other arm. And I was like, absolutely. You do what you got to do. Oh, I should say one detail. My last appointment, they had just seen me the Thursday prior. I was on weekly appointments. Yeah, that's right. I was there for that one. Yep. We were going every week. Um, they had just seen me that week and my blood pressure was more elevated for me. It wasn't high like in the terms of general anybody else. But for me, it was a little high. It was like 120 over 75. And I had been running like 100s over 
like 40s, 50s, like really quite actually probably lower than I am today. Um, so it was high for me, but we didn't really put any stock in it. We just figured maybe I had been up and down too much and they came in too fast after I gave my urine or whatever. Um, so we missed that little warning sign. Um, I think my blood pressure initially at the doctor's office was like, uh, 170 over 98. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the doctor came right in and they didn't hide it from me. They were like, your blood pressure's high. And he did like a little bit of a manual exam. And I was even tender to the touch when he uh, Mm -hmm. felt that right upper side. Um, And this wasn't the doctor that I had been seeing my whole pregnancy. It was the other like main guy in the office. But I knew him too and liked him just fine. And he was able to see me that day uh, quickly and with short notice. And he said, "Um, I need to admit you. I think you need to go over to the hospital. And what they'll do is I'll just continually check your blood pressure Um, just kind of observe you for a while. Let's see what your body does. And we'll go from there. And I was 33 and five that day, Mm -hmm. 33 Mm -hmm. and five. And our goal was 36. We really just wanted to get to 36. But like you said earlier, a week, you know, four days earlier, it was like, Oh, you guys can probably make it to 38. Yeah. And we had scheduled a tentative C-section on my mom's birthday. That Mm -hmm. would have put us at like 37 weeks. Yep. Um, cause I thought it would be really sweet to have them on her birthday. So anyway, so my mom drives me over to the hospital. He said that he would call and let them know I was on my way. Um, We got there. They certainly knew I was coming. It was all very smooth. Got me into a room. Um, I knew a few of the nurses, so that's always fun and kind of sets you at ease. My mom stayed with me, um, and they took my blood pressure again, and it was even higher once I got there. And so it was kind of like a three strikes and you're out system. And my blood pressure, I felt zen. Like, I was not stressed. I didn't feel it. A lot of times high blood pressure comes with, like, a headache or, you know, other things. I felt great besides the pain in my upper right. Um, And I'm just laying there watching TV, and they're cycling my blood pressure every 15 minutes, and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. And I'm just laying in bed. I'm not doing anything. And so the nurse comes in, and she says... Uh, you're out of strikes, hon. And I looked over at the monitor and I think I saw like, it wasn't quite 200, but 190 something. 198 over. Yeah. It was like 198 (laughs) over like 110. And I was like, holy, cause I mean, now you're in stroke, you're in seizure and bad territory. And so she goes, I called Dr. Alfin. We're going to start you on magnesium and admit you. Um, he'll be in to see you in a little while. And I was like, sweet. So my mom's, I'm sure, texting you and keeping you updated. Your mom's not as good as keeping people updated as, especially in a situation like that. She wants to be present. She was very present. Which was fine because, I mean, I had no reason to think that this was going to be... Yeah. I mean, I thought I was just going to maybe stay overnight and then we'd go home. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they came in, started an IV. Boy, magnesium makes you feel really crummy. Um, The magnesium is what they give you to help lower your blood pressure. Um, babies were hooked up to monitors this whole time though, and they were doing great. They showed no signs of being in distress or unable to tolerate what was going on with me. But, um, it's funny chasing two babies on a monitor. Walker kept kicking his off. Mm-hmm. He had, didn't want to be watched. Makes on total sense now. It does. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so <laughs> yeah. So then mm-hmm. Dr. Alfin, long story short, came in, um, it's probably just about an hour. It did not seem like a long time. He came in and he said, okay, I talked to the maternal fetal medicine doctors, which are like the high-risk obese. And he said, I feel like the best plan is we'll let you hang out for 48 hours, get the steroid shots for their lungs, and then we're going to do a C-section on Wednesday and take them. 
So this is Monday, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was just going to have mag and fluids and all the things to try to keep my blood pressure down at a safe level. And as long as that was happening, we could wait till Wednesday and let them get the steroids for their lungs. And that was, so at this point, I, um, you probably called me or texted me or something mm-hmm. and I'm at work. And it so seemed like it all happened very fast. It did happen very fast. Yeah. It was like, you, like by 10 AM I knew yes, I was staying. Exactly. Yeah. So I get the call and I'm like, Oh boy. And there's a lot of things that are going through my mind at this time because once I find out like, okay, it was going to be last week it was supposed to be 38 weeks and now it's going to be 34 weeks on the dot. That's a lot of time that you lost in order to prepare yeah. to have babies. So I told my boss, I was like, hey, I'm headed out. Looks like we're having babies on Wednesday, <laughs> you know, which is a, a stark contrast to the previous, um, you know, Surprise. what we knew previously. Yeah. And I remember I recorded a video. I don't think I ever sent it to you, but I was just mm. like, I'm coming, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally like chilling, eating crackers. I'm hauling ass down the sunny like, side. I'm like not 60. panicked at all. Yeah. So then, uh, but I think, because um, I remember when I got there, you were very relaxed, like you were saying. And I think you and I have a similar thing where it's like, well, this is what it is, whatever situation we might be in. I think we knew the whole pregnancy that the odds of us having preemies was pretty high. Just mm-hmm. yeah. twin pregnancies, like, I think... I'd have to look up the actual stat. I don't want to quote it wrong, but majority deliver early. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so then we heard that obviously, you know, the plan was, like Justine said, to, to give them the steroid shots, give them two days to let that do its thing. Um, and then that became kind of my biggest concern was, well, our two little dudes in there, this is earlier than we would have liked. They're doing the steroid shot to help their lungs like fully develop. That's a scary thing because... yeah. We don't know. I, I certainly don't know anything about the development other than the little tracker we were tracking every <laughs> yeah. day on the yeah. on the app, you know. So that became a scary thing. But got there, Justine was fine. She's cool and collected. I just kind of sat in the background, let them do their thing. I honestly think you went back to work after a few hours because you were like, I don't know. No, there's no way I went back. Not that day. Uh, I can't remember. No, no you I, didn't. I went back the next day. Yeah, because I sure. literally was just sitting there yeah. watching TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once we found out that, you know, they got her blood uh, pressure under control a little bit, they got her admitted to... Oh, I should mention, too, that my blood work and my urine always looked good. Yeah. Um, there's some other markers for preeclampsia that can show up, you know, to show that it's more serious and more intense. Um, but that always looked great. So we were really just dealing with severe gestational hypertension, not necessarily true preeclampsia. For all intents and purposes, preeclampsia. Yeah, pretty much, okay. but disclaimer. So she got put in her room. I went back to work the following day, and then uh, I think I probably left early. I don't yeah, know. Went, went out and got the bags that we had ready since week 20. Yeah, and then, yeah that and is And then so came true. to the hospital. Yeah, yeah and I, it was cute. I would have like my mom with me for a few hours, then my sister, and then she'd mm-hmm. bring a couple yeah. nieces and nephews, and my family's so great. We had lots of support, and my nephew brought his Nintendo Switch for me to stay busy. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't yeah. know, it was just very cute. It was. Um, and then it was the, you know, it was time to go nine nights. And so I camped out on their, their couch. And let me just say the, the couch in the hospital room, I've never got better sleep in my life. <laughs> it I was think so a nice. lot of dads of laboring wives would say that. Yeah, probably. Um, I did start to feel that magnesium though. I had, a, I was hot. I, it was hard for me to like keep my eyes open. It, it feels like you have the flu. Um, you just don't feel good. So the labor nurses were so good to me. They had like a fan on my bedside table. They were doing everything they could to keep me comfortable. They really were. They really were. Um, I, I napped a lot anyway. Um, so we sleep 
And then we had to wake up at, I think, like 4.30 or yeah. something in the morning because the C-section was at 7. 7 on the dot, yeah. So we took a nap. Alarm goes off. And then it's just kind of like, I it don't know. It was just us for a minute. Yeah, just a little bit. And then we sat around for a bit. It's quiet and dark outside. Because, I, I mean, how do you sleep on the, the morning before your twins are delivered? You know, I don't remember not sleeping. I do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. sure I tossed and turned a little bit, but sure I don't remember did. being like totally exhausted. And it's funny because when you got up to uh, to brush your teeth at seven in the morning, I remember your your gown was open on the back. <laughs> but it, I mean, you looked like you were swollen, like a like yeah. a waterlogged tomato. It was, and that lasted for a month uh-huh. afterward. Yeah, because of all the fluids and stuff they'd given me. So then, basically, I mean, uh, you know, not to drag this out too long, we got in our gowns. The whole family came and saw us. Brought us some McGriddles, which was awesome. Brought you. I couldn't eat. It brought everyone else. Yeah. The griddles. <laughs> okay. And then... Doctor came and saw us. Yep. I should mention that the neonatologist came and chatted with me the day prior to kind of give me like an, you know, an intro to the NICU, answer all of our questions, because it was like a for yeah. sure NICU admission. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool to meet him and kind of feel like you knew somebody out of the gate and kind of knew what to expect after the babies were born. You know, he kind of took me through... Yeah. This is what my team's going to do. This is what the goal is going to be. We'll get them, you know, hopefully just do X, Y, and Z. And then we'll take them back to the NICU and do go from thing. there. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice to have a little chat with him. And we'll co- we'll cover the NICU in a separate episode. This, this doesn't get too long. But uh, then Diane, uh, Justine's mom, decided that I needed to be in the recovery room with the boys. I didn't have a choice <laughs> in that. So we went in. She got her epidural. I sat in a room by myself for a few minutes and just Yeah, like, they don't let you come in till after that's in. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I wonder why. Probably just for sterility oh, and yeah, cleanliness. Probably. Yeah. So they pulled her aside, and then they're like, all right, come on in. Let's do this thing. I'm like, okay. So I remember walking in, and you're strapped to a table, right? Yeah. And your stomach yeah. is huge. Oh, sure. And it looks just like so taut. Like yeah. I could poke with a needle and explode or that something. That is how it felt. But I bet it did. Yeah. And I, I was just like, this is going to be intense. And this whole time, the boys were rocking it. They yeah. never gave one ounce of concern. Yeah. Never had a problem the whole time I was in the hospital. So they were just little champs. Yeah. So then, uh, One thing I don't want to forget to say. Yeah. Um, when the labor nurse came in to get me and do all that final prep uh, before I walked, because I walked into the OR. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. like, she asked me, she said, do you feel that? And I said, what? And she goes, you're contracting. She's like, these babies are coming, whether we're cutting them out or not. But, yeah. you know, and I had not a clue. Well, and they said, they said that the whole night you had been contracting because mm-hmm. they had you hooked up to the monitors. And they yeah, they'd just been watching. Yeah, and she was just so curious if I was feeling it. And I yeah. never did. Yeah. I did have some like Braxton Hicks during those couple of weeks where I was feeling super good. But, yeah, so that was crazy. That was crazy. So we get in there uh, and basically they, they hook smooth. you up. Slice those babies out. And I'll play the recording of the, the video of them being delivered and stuff. And oh. they both came out screaming. Lincoln was crying before he was even out of there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense now, too. <laughs> he doesn't that, like getting out of bed. No, okay. he doesn't. He does not. So they, they cut him out, and they showed him to us, and Justine started tearing up, and I'm about to throw up because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on right now? You know, and I remember seeing them over the drape. It, it was very quick because you don't want them to get cold, and they might need respiratory support and yada, yada, but they looked pink, and they were screaming, and oh, yeah. they looked good. And so I was like, all right, I'm good. I think Man, they're what fine. What a weird time that was. 
Yeah, and our doctor was really nice. He remembered their names, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and so as he's you know getting through the procedure, he's like, "Here comes Lincoln," and yeah. that meant a lot just to. Uh-huh. He's a good, dude. Yeah. So, so they were delivered, and uh, at that point, I was escorted to the recovery room to stand awkwardly for the next twenty minutes while I hemorrhaged. That's right, Justine hemorrhaged, lost. You know, I don't know. I think it was like twenty eight hundred mils, which is like half your blood volume. Half blood volume. Um, I stood awkwardly. That wasn't great. No. And well, it was, I didn't really, I mean, this sounds terrible, but I didn't want to be with the boys. Cause like I wanted to be with you. Right. Like, you know, there's nothing I can do except stand around awkwardly in the recovery mm-hmm. room. And I also wanted you with them cause I knew there was nothing you could do for me either. I know, but they it's like, I know do you do all their stuff on me. I don't know the dudes yet. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was weird. Hold on a sec. What happened? Okay. We're good. So yeah, I don't, I mean, I didn't know the boys. That sounds terrible. Like I knew them, but it you, does. you knew them a lot better than I did. I just knew yeah. that there were these creatures in your stomach that were my kids. It was kind of a weird thing. It's just like you didn't have maybe the emotional bond. Yeah, yet yeah, or yeah. I That's had like fair. I mean, I would have done anything. It takes for them dads at that a long point. time. Mm-hmm. But then, like I, I mean, like okay. Yeah. And maybe just being a first time dad, you didn't realize that that's very normal. Yeah. 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 Dad a lot al- of things. always leaves usually once, you know, and goes and makes sure baby's okay. Then goes back to mom and kind of just plays. Yeah. And it's funny thinking about it. If, if we ever have kids in the future, another, another kid in the future, one, two, five, whatever, maybe, Whoa. um, I can see where I'd, I probably want to be with that baby. Yeah. You know? Um, so went and watched them. They got them all wrapped up and ready to rock. Then they brought them with their little isolates to the NICU. We walked down the I hall of glory. My family got to peek in and look at them. Yeah, uh-huh. it was kind of like a cute little parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And really, that's about it. So after that, Justine uh, continued to bleed for a while. Um, she almost passed out. We walked down to the NICU at one point to see the boys. And, I didn't walk. Well, she rolled down to the NICU, and we backed her into the between the dudes. They handed me Lincoln uh, to hold him. So at first... Which is funny. I work in the NICU now. Uh, I've never seen this done. Ever. But they did it for me. And I don't quite understand it. Or why they did it. Or I've seen it differently. Anyway, what well, they, they did... they probably stopped after you. Yeah. Well, they did wheel me down in my bed. And we were able to fit my bed between their two isolettes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, and then they opened the portholes and I was able to hold their hands yeah. in the bed. And we have some really sweet pictures of that. Um, and then I went back to my room and, and rested and whatever for a few hours before I felt good enough to go down in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I had been bleeding, but I didn't really understand the extent of it. I, you can't really, like in the moment, your nurse brain turns off. Yeah, I know you saw some pretty gross stuff. Oh, yeah. I knew they had given me methogen in the OR, which kind of rang a bell in my brain mm. that like, oobly. Um, But I didn't realize how much I had lost. I was pretty asymptomatic until we went... Excuse me, we went down to the NICU and I was in a wheelchair, so I was upright and I was so excited and everybody was so excited that I got to go down there um, and they pushed my wheelchair up to Lincoln's Isolette and they got him out for me and they put him on my chest and I could, I remember like obviously holding him and I remember seeing Dylan like just, oh, probably three or four feet away in front of me talking to the nurse manager of the, the NICU, uh, shout out to Heidi, she's awesome. And all of a sudden I started to like, I was seeing black spots and I was feeling really lightheaded and I was able to say like, someone needs to take him from me. I don't feel good, you know? And so say no more. The nurse came rushing over and took him and I was like, I got to go back to bed. And then I almost like passed out getting into bed. I was shaking, cold. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
the worst experience for me was I went to like your recovery room where they kind of patch you up after this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the lady told me to go get some ice or ice water. I was water so or desperately that's thirsty. Right, that's right. Probably yeah. because you're you're bleeding to death. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't say that, which is probably good. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she asked you to go to like the nutrition room and get me mm-hmm. a drink because I was so, my mouth was so dry. So I come back in, I walk through the doors. Sorry, that was Teddy. Uh, I walk around the doors and there's Justine, spread eagle. I'm still numb, so I'm feeling. She didn't nothing. feel anything. She spread eagle on this bed. And the lace pushing on her stomach, and in between her legs is this massive pile of bloody okay. ugh, <laughs> no, tissue. Oh gross. my! I, it was the worst part of the whole day. Yeah. It was disgusting. I think it was right after that that she called the doctor, <laughs> and she was like, "I don't like her bleeding." I remember her saying that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh gosh, that was gross. Yeah. So, Anyways. long story short, I did end up getting some a blood transfusion the next morning. Yep. My blood levels were pretty critically low. Stayed in the level or the uh, NICU. Well, we'll talk. We'll see in the hospital for what? A couple days? Uh, I was admitted from, we didn't discharge till Sunday night. So almost a full week. Wow. Wow. Because even after they were delivered, we had a hard time with my blood pressure. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. It stayed up. So. But in short, I mean, we, our baby boys were born happy and screaming. And uh, I remember when yeah. I was, one of the first times I went down there, because I mean, I, I don't know why I wouldn't be able to go, but. As a new dad, you're like, well, am I allowed to go? Like, can I just go down there and look at him? Because, I mean, I, I've seen <laughs> yeah. him for five seconds at that point. So we're going down there and just kind of staring at him. And it's kind of weird. And then I asked the lady, I was like, can I, can I touch him? <laughs> so I popped yeah. a little window and was holding their little, yeah. their little fingers. And uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty experience. And now they they're did amazing. 19 months old. And Ginormous. Enormous. You would have never known they started out at Holy four pounds. Holy smokes. I mean, they yeah. are... They're huge. So Lincoln was 413 and Walker was 410, which That's is right. actually pretty dang big yeah. mm-hmm. for 34-week twins. So that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And uh, I mean, it was just, it was it was a cool experience. But that was, I mean, is there anything else we needed to cover as far as the birth? No, I think that's pretty much it. I, Yeah, it was a cool experience. There was obviously some bumps in the road. It's not how we drew it up necessarily, but um, yeah, zero out of 10 recommend mag, but I'm grateful for it. Probably saved mm-hmm. my life. Um, and then bleeding wasn't super fun, but otherwise I felt like it was a really smooth process. We were yeah. super well taken care of and, um, the babies were really well taken care of. They had a very normal course. We'll go through that, but yeah, just super grateful for how it all played out. Yeah, we are too. It's kind of hard to, to, it's been so long now. It's not like I don't remember things, but it's hard to know, like, are we maybe missing something? What, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a theory. This is, I don't know. This is just me it's not science um i think sometimes when our bodies go into things like preeclampsia or what have you like in my case the babies were doing great and so i think honestly my body was like just trying to send a signal that we are out of room in here yeah mm -hmm. no moss like we've got to get these babies out somehow how are you going to listen to me to do so you know what i mean Uh um and i think that was just the body saying we're done cooking in here it's time to go you know so Pretty wild. Yeah. That is the birth story of Big Link and Smash Man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we'll talk about them at some point, I imagine. <laughs> Holy shnikes. They're cool dudes. They are. They're napping right now. <laughs> they are napping. Holy moly. But that is the birth story. Again, we just wanted to take uh, a couple minutes 
It's the first time, honestly, the reason we haven't done an episode is because we haven't had time. Literally not, no time. Any time we do have, we're exhausted. We thought it was a really good idea to buy a new house and move when they were three months old. That's right. So that threw a whole wrench into all things. Yeah. In fact, you know, just quick, um, right now we're going to stop talking about the birth. So if you guys don't want to hear, you know, if you, if you want to hear only IVF stuff and our story, Stop here. If you want to follow extracurricular information as far as us, feel free to hang on for a bit. But since we've, as of now, boop. <laughs> so since we uh, have last checked in the 19 months, you're pointing your finger at me. Oh, yeah. Boop, boop. Lincoln and Walker <laughs> like to put their fingers together and go boop. Um, we moved houses. Um, we don't have the same cars. That's we. True. You bought and sold a motorcycle? I did. Told you not to. Well, we have kids in. I can't die. I do appreciate you know that. What I'm yeah. Uh, I'm still working in uh, finance, same place. Justine, thanks to Dylan, while she was <laughs> in, the, in uh, the hospital, I pimped myself to Rochelle, mm-hmm. who I have a little bit of a crush on. I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, everybody does. She's okay. like, what? How old is she? I don't even want to say it wrong. Yeah. Well, she looks. She's gorgeous. She's smoking for her age. Okay. She's yeah. a grandma. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, she is. Um, We've got a big dog. Well, you you pimped yourself out. You stopped. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not where it ends, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I pimped myself out and uh, got Justine a job in the NICU. I, I rode that thing until you had a contract in your hand. Yeah, I obviously have. My sister has had preemies. All five of her babies were preemies, and so I've spent a lot of time in that very NICU. And I always knew that was something I wanted to do at some point in my nursing career. And then having NICU babies myself, meeting people, getting to network. Dylan straight up asked. I mean, they were coming after me pretty hard too. Rochelle would be like, "We're hiring. We need more nurses." You yeah, know, but like a lot to... of people say, like, "Oh, we're hot. You should apply." And then it's like, "Oh, it yeah. never pans out." But they actually did. And the NICU is a hard place. People don't tend to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. They tend to just stay and ride out their career. So you have to kind of sneak in when you can. And it was just perfect timing. I actually interviewed while the boys were still in the NICU. Yeah. I remember yeah. like feeding them, doing their cares, and then like going to the conference room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it all just kind of worked out. I still had to do a few more months on my old floor before I could transfer down. That's right. Yeah. After maternity leave, yeah. but been there ever since, and it's amazing, and it's really cool to now understand the other side of it and know exactly the whys and the whats they did with the boys, and it's cool to have that like um, connection with other families. Yeah, I remember the NICU was very much, and we'll, we'll touch based on this on a different episode, but. Um, it was very foreign feeling because mm-hmm. like, I have no idea what's, but even now, I mean, I was only there for, you know, however long the boys were in the, the place, but even now I have a, a concept of like the layout and stuff. So it's not so foreign, but mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, where am I? How yeah. did I get here? Yeah. It's a totally different world. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And not only that, but we had the boys during COVID, which is a whole thing. Yeah. Oh yes. The tail we did. end. Yeah. We had to wear masks. Uh-huh. Huh? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of a wild ride, but our lives have completely changed. Um, I'm turning 33. You're an old fogey. I know. When I started this, I had just turned 30. Yeah. He pulled his back by, what were you doing? Taking a deep breath? Yeah. Yeah, things are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll the, be 30 this year. That's the least of my, <laughs> my issues, you know? Yeah. Just recently, I dropped a giant tile saw on my toe and crushed my, my toe. Oh, yeah. That was a bad day. That was a bad day. Anyway... That's, I mean, you know, so life should, there's nothing you guys have missed out on necessarily, except for the boys. Like, there are so many crazy stories yeah. we can talk about. And they with, are with the so dudes. rad. But really, our life, you know, all of our stories ended when the boys were born. 
And now, like, basically all of our life and stories revolves around the dudes because 100%. they're all encompassing. Yeah. 100%. We are those typical parents that some days we can't wait for bedtime, and then the minute they go down, we're looking at pictures and videos some of days. them. Some days. Oh, man. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, that we're still wild. super lucky. They love Grandma and Papa, and we they have the best support. And, yeah, we're just, we're just doing the dang thing. So. Okay, well, let's wrap up this episode. Uh, again, it's been a while. And... Um, all is well. All is well over here in the Linus Truth household. Mm-hmm. Our dudes are happy. We're happy. Life yep. just continues to go on. But you know what? We still do. You know, it's um, it can be easy to get so wrapped up in, in what's going on here and our baby boys and stuff. It can be easy to forget how far we've come and all the, the fears that we used to have about sure. the whole process. I and mean, when we started this podcast, we didn't know if we were going to have kids. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. We were you still don't, waiting you don't for, know how every step of the process is going to turn out for we, you. I mean, we didn't know if... if how many? I mean, we, I mean, this is from the very beginning, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to look back after it's been so long now. But it's easy to to forget how grateful we are sometimes when you're caught up in the busyness of, of family life. So we still feel for everyone who's out there trying, yeah. doing their best. It's um, a long, hard road. It is, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it, and that you know, it's worth it, whatever the outcome, because. Mm-hmm. It just means, you know, if, if for some reason you're not able to have kids, you can always adopt or maybe you've decided to live a, a child-free life. Whatever it may be, I'm just saying life's worth it. There's beautiful things to be found throughout. And we're so grateful that our beautiful things are taking hopefully a long nap so we can pick up the house. <laughs> and I can watch college football. That's right. That's right. With my heated blanket. Because it's winter again. It is. It is. Anyway, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. And we'll try to put an out an episode within the next 19 months. Or give uh, or take, yeah. Give or take about the NICU stay. If and you have any questions that you specifically want us to talk about, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Um, We're still getting comments from people. About like, you know, hey, thanks for, yeah. re- I got, I got called like an arrogant asshole or something in one of the comments. Haters gonna hate. What was it? It was, um. Smug. Smug. And they feel sorry for Justine. I'm just like, <laughs> Thank you for looking out. Thank you for looking out. That is cold blooded. Yeah. You know? I did have one thought. Yeah. It's totally, if you're even still listening. Um, some of those complications that I had, i.e. hemorrhage, um, hypertension and stuff, those are somewhat more common with an IVF pregnancy. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. Merry Christmas, and we'll uh, we'll touch base real soon Adios. on the next episode of Let's, Let's Make, Make a Baby. baby.